my sister was texting me. Okay. Classic. Constantly wants my attention. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Derek better cut that out. Okay. He will. He will. We're not starting yet, Dad. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Hey, homies. I'm Katie. I'm Sydney. <laughs> this is something sick. I don't know why she's laughing. I was just being cutesy and <laughs> started laughing. <laughs> okay. Fun. Uh, well, welcome back to part two of Zodiac. Boom, boom. Peace signs for part two. Okay. It's like, I don't, he didn't like the peace sign button, so I don't think he was for Good. Peace. I don't care what he likes. <laughs> Fair. He shouldn't. Yeah. I like peace signs. Me too. There should be world peace. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you're right. I don't know okay. if we are going there right now. <laughs> really tired. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. Let's just jump We're right jumping in. right back in. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to part one. You need to go listen to part please one. Please listen to part one. I it's a lot worked of really hard on it. So You better. Yeah. Anyway. I'm coming for you if you don't. (laughs) A little much. We're also like jumping right back into the middle. But anyway, so the first thing we're going to talk about (laughs) a little bit is the ciphers. And I've already read you the first one, which was the 408 cipher. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I mentioned there was the 340 and then there was a 13 and a 32. And all of them, the numbers refer to how many symbols are in the cipher. Great. Um. We Is talked it how many total there are on the page or how many like need a letter? Total. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, total. Okay. It's like total characters on the page. I think so. Okay. Um first thing is we talked about it a little bit in part one, but I just wanted to talk about the duality between zodiacs. Why did you have to use that word? <laughs> Dualism. Because <laughs> um, he's like not good at spelling. Mm-hmm. But then he's creating these... But they're wrong. Like, like, his spelling is still wrong. Yeah. Right? But, well, like, in the ciphers, you mean? Yeah. But he's still, like, creating the ciphers, which is not easy. Yeah. Um, And so it's, like, some people think that he just, like, wasn't that smart and just, like, knew about ciphers. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think that he did it purposely, like, okay. misspelled things purposely to, like, throw people off and I like a part of me doesn't think that because like I said it doesn't totally match up with like his pride Mm -hmm. but um that said like sometimes he would like spell a word correctly in one letter and then like spell it incorrectly later like Mm -hmm. like sometimes it was like you're you know how to spell it you've done it before yeah and then Robert Graysmith and his book also talked about that Zodiac like seemed to know the difference between like more complicated like grammar stuff. Like he knew the difference between like shall and will and stuff and like used those properly, hmm. but then would spell like woman like wrong. really wrong. And curious. And curious. So it's just, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, his inability to spell does kind of make the ciphers harder. Yeah. Because it's like, it's already hard enough to solve a cipher, but then if you add in that like half of the words might be spelled wrong, mm-hmm. it's like... How are you supposed to solve that? Exactly. Um, so, like I said, his ciphers range from 13 symbols to 408. Um, it is believed that after the first cipher, he kind of like made the rest difficult because mm-hmm. the first one was solved like pretty quickly. I think it was like mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. So it's kind of thought that he like was upset that it was solved that quickly and kind of made the rest difficult. more difficult. Um, it took 51 years hmm. before another cipher was solved. Yeah. Which is crazy. Is that the recent one? Yes. So the 340 cipher um, was solved in 2020. Mm-hmm. This one was received after the call to the Jim Dunbar show. Um, which is when Eric Wheel pretended to be Zodiac and mentioned on TV that he was afraid of going to the gas chamber. 
And so in December of 2020, experts claim to have cracked the 340 cipher. Uh, David Orenchak was a software developer in Virginia and had been trying to break this cipher for 14 years. Wow. Um, and he had the help of Sam Blake and Jarl Van Eyck. I would have given up. I know. Seriously. And the FBI recognizes this cipher as solved. So this cipher said, I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me here. Everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise, so they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life is life will be an easy one in paradise death. I'm pretty sure he actually said that and that that wasn't my mistake. Okay. <laughs> my new life is life. <laughs> my new life is life. It might have been my mistake, but we're going to pretend it was his. Um, Sounds good to me. <laughs> most people believe that the remaining two ciphers will never be solved. Um, they have 13 and 32 characters. I'll solve them. Well, you won't. Oh. <laughs> the reason they will probably never be solved is because they have so few letters mm-hmm. that there are too many false answers gotcha. that could be possible. Are there like a couple options for what they might be? I mean, I think people have tried, but like none of okay. them have, like the FBI have not confirmed yeah. any of them to be correct. correct. Okay. But it's just like there are too many it's like, yeah. this is stupid. It's like Wordle. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. like, you know, there's so many things that, like, a few words that could fit into 13 letters that mm-hmm. could kind of make sense. Yeah. But, like, there's no way to know which ones are really mm-hmm. correct. So, yeah. So that's the ciphers. And now I'm going to talk about some of the possible Zodiac victims. Um, so ones that people attribute to Zodiac that may or may not be his. Okay. So the first possible Zodiac victims were killed in Santa Barbara on June 4th, 1963. So high school seniors Robert Domingos and his fiancée Linda Edwards were sunbathing on a beach near Gaviota State Park, and their bodies were found the next day in a crumbling shack, and they had been bound with rope and were shot and killed with a 22 caliber rifle. And Robert had been shot 11 times and Linda had been shot nine times. Um, Some people believe that the letter from Zodiac in which he said, like, by rope, by knife, by gun, by fire, like, Mm -hmm. that that part was referring to this murder. Okay. Um, But it's, I mean, they're shot. There's no way to, like, believe that he had a knife. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think that the place was on, like, it wasn't burned down. Like, yeah. So, um, some people also theorize that, like, in his letter about Riverside, when he said, like, they're only getting the easy ones, there are lots more down there, that, like, this is one of the other ones, like, down, like, in Southern California. Okay. That he might have been, like, referring to. Okay. It's, yeah. It could have been him, but there's no reason to, like... Fully believe that. The next one that we're going to talk about happened in Lake Tahoe on September 6th, 1970. Sorry. So this would have been after the other Zodiac murders. 25-year-old Donna Lass disappeared sometime after 1.50 a.m. And her body was never found, but her employer received a call from an unknown man who claimed that Donna was leaving town for a family emergency but no family emergency had ever occurred. Okay. And then a postcard in 1971 attributed to Zodiac showed a condominium in Lake Tahoe with, quote, sought victim 12. So it, like, could have been... That one. Like, referring to Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zodiac himself, like, admitted that his 12th victim was a man in a car. Yeah. So that doesn't really match up mm-hmm. um man yeah i really want to go to lake taco <laughs> <laughs> um also zodiac i feel like he wanted people to find the bodies of his victims yeah and donna was never found so probably not which like doesn't match up and then also the phone call 
like whenever Zodiac called, he would just call the police and be like, I did this. Like he wanted mm. credit. So I don't think that he would call and like make up a fake story. Yeah. It just doesn't really match him to me. But that's not to say it wasn't him because it definitely could have been. But mm-hmm. yeah. So now we're going to move on to the big controversial one. This one is like, I-, I could really go either way on this one. Everyone is like on either side of this one of whether Zodiac did this or not. Okay, I'll tell you my opinion after. Great. So in Riverside, California, on October 30th, 1966. How close is this to? I don't actually know. You caught me. I didn't look this one up. I mean, it's close. It's not like, I think it's a couple hours. Usually I look them up. I looked a lot of other stuff out. But From Vallejo? That's where most of them happen. Yeah. It's loading. Um. No, they are not close. Okay. They are like six hours apart. Okay. So six hours. Yeah. There you go. Riverside is near Anaheim. Cool. San Bernardino. Okay. In LA. And Vallejo is near San Francisco. Well, I know that. Yeah. I'm telling the people that don't know. Great. I almost said the viewers. <laughs> the viewers, please don't. You're not a viewer. View us. <laughs> no. Okay. So this one happened in 1966. So it would have been before the other Zodiac murders. And 18-year-old Sherry Bates was studying at the library of her college. And she left around 9 p.m. when the library closed and was followed by an unidentified male who witnesses thought was around her age. Um, And witnesses also said that he looked to be about 5'11". The next morning, Sherry's body was found near the library. And she had been stabbed 42 times. Oh. And her throat had been slashed. So, hmm. very, very brutal. Yeah. At the crime scene, a military Timex watch was found. And, like, the watch strap was, like, broken. And then there was, like, paint splatters on it a little mm-hmm. bit. There was also a heel print from a military boot that was determined to be a men's shoe between sizes 8 and 10. And It's not very big for a guy's shoe. I guess it kind of is. I don't know. My brother wears like a 12 or a 13. What the heck? <laughs> I know. I think. 11 to 13. Yeah. Anyway. So her car appeared. My brother's got a clown feet. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry's car appeared to have been tampered with. And there were fingerprints also found on the car window. And I don't remember what was like torn out from her car. Like something on her engine was like torn out. I didn't write it down. I wouldn't know. I don't know anything about cars. I just realized I should have written it down anyway, but... Nope. Doesn't matter. Sherry had definitely put up a fight against her attacker. There was skin and then brown hair, like, found underneath her fingernails or, like, clenched in her fist. Mm -hmm. And these were presumed presumed to be from the attacker. Mm -hmm. A month after Sherry's attack, typewritten letters... Was she still alive? No. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was, like, really... 42 times. Yeah, that's... No. A month after the attack, typewritten letters were sent to the Riverside Police Department and the Riverside Press Enterprise from someone claiming to be the killer. And these letters were nearly identical. And I also believe that they did not have any stamps on them at all. Hmm. Not like... Yes. So, some things about this letter before I read parts of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. How long was it? It was, like, pretty long. This one is also pretty, like, this one is a little more graphic. Yeah. And I will read a few of the parts, but I'm not reading all of it. Okay, good. Um, so, some things are misspelled, like Zodiacs, and then some of the phrases, like, definitely sound like him, and we'll talk through some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but then some of them don't. Okay. So, um, at one point he said, she is not the first and she will not be the last. Um, the writer also said, I shall cut off her female parts and de- deposit them for the whole city to see. Ew. Now that part really doesn't seem like Zodiac no. to me. He didn't, he never like mutilated any of the bodies. And yeah. then he also never displayed like, them. Yeah. He never indicated any desire to mutilate a body. Mm-mm. That also feels very sexual, yes. which wasn't part of his MO. Yeah. So, 
Um, the writer also said that he was making her pay for the brush offs that she had given me during the years prior. No. His so, weren't personal. Yeah. For the most part. There yeah. are some claims with some of the suspects we'll get to that at least one of them was. Okay. But, but still. He also true. never claimed to know these people. He, yeah. like in his letters, he was never like, oh, I knew her. This person did this yeah. to me. It, yeah. it wasn't about the person. He just wanted to kill, kill people. Yeah. Um, and then he said, I am not sick. I am insane. But that will not stop the game. This letter should be published for all to read it. It just might save that girl in the alley. But that's up to you. It will be on your conscience, not mine. Hmm. So Did that. spell that correctly? Yes, I think so. I can't imagine. Yeah. That. Zodiac would know how to spell that word. So that one, like the phrasing on that, referring to it as a game feels very Zodiac. And Mm -hmm. then like making sure that they publish it is very on the nose for him. But it's still kind of different from how it's been in the past. Yes. That it's like, I can see why people would think it was him. It feels more like a copycat to me. This is pre-Zodiac though. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, I don't know. Hmm. Um, Six months later, after the attack on Sherry, on April 30th, the police and Sherry's father received handwritten letters. And these letters had double the postage necessary, like Zodiac did. Mm -hmm. And they were very short. They just said, Bates had to die. There will be more. And then Mm -hmm. it was signed with the symbol that, like, it kind of looks like the letter Z. It kind of looks like a two. Mm-hmm. Some people thought it looked like 32. It looks like a Z with a squiggly line on the top, kind of. Okay. I'll post it for sure. That's weird. Around the time that the letters were sent, a desk was discovered on the campus, and it had a really morbid poem, like, scratched into it, mm-hmm. and... It was potentially referring to Sherry's murder. Um, So I'm going to read a couple lines from it. This first one is a little gruesome, so skip ahead if you need. But it just said, quote, blood spurting, dripping, spilling all over her new dress. Oh, well, it was red anyway. Um, Then said, someone will find her. Just wait till next time. Uh, It was just like a lot of just like gruesome talking about killing Mm -hmm. um and then it was signed with a lowercase rh um so i mean it could have been the writer's initials Mm -hmm. it could have been the killer's initials but also at the time the president of the college was named rh bradshaw Hmm. and so some people think that like whoever wrote it was like alluding to him Hmm. which would imply that whoever wrote it like, had knowledge of, like, the college and stuff. hmm Interesting. So, um, handwriting expert Sherwood Morrill, who I mentioned in part one, uh, strongly believed that these notes and the poem were written by Zodiac. Okay. But a lot of people also, like, questioned that of, like, at least the, the desk, how can you compare how someone carves, carves. something into a desk yeah. to, like, handwriting? Yeah. I don't know. So. I don't know. I mean, it's like handwriting. Yeah. And I understand like there is like some science to it, but then it's also like, it's not fully. Yeah. Scientific. Like Mm -hmm. it's not foolproof. And so it's just kind of like, I always take handwriting with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But yeah. The California Department of Justice concluded that Zodiac was responsible for Sherry's murder. And like I said, Zodiac himself also claimed credit for it. Um, additionally, another thing that could connect Zodiac is his letter that he sent claiming credit for this murder was sent on March 13th, which happened to be the date that the college, Riverside Community College, was founded. Hmm. And so it's like m- maybe he like knew the school really well and knew that. But also it's like who knows that? That's weird. I don't know that about like our school. Like, mm. so I no. think that that's more of a coincidence. But some people think it's tied it's, to yeah. It. Um, 
Despite some people believing that Zodiac was responsible for this murder, the Riverside police have rejected the Zodiac theory. In 2016, they claimed to receive a handwritten letter by someone admitting to writing the original letters who claimed that they were a sick joke um, written by a troubled teen. And the handwriting was analyzed by the FBI and the writer was tracked down and confirmed to not be Sherry's killer or the Zodiac. Hmm. So the FBI has ruled that Sherry's murder was not connected. Okay. But I think a lot of investigators still kind of believe it was. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm, I don't think. I don't think it was. I also like this one is so brutal. Yeah. Why would he de-escalate? Yeah. To into strangers. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. And the the most he like when he did kill by stabbing, he probably he stabbed them both a total of sixteen times. Mm Forty two times. It's a lot. Is a lot. So it's just like, and it yeah. So I, I'm not convinced that they are connected. Is the suspect that you have that people think is connected connected to the stabbing victims? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, no. I had to think about it. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I don't think. No. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the like overarching just theories in general. Okay. So first, Zodiac seemed prone to kill or write on or around American holidays like we talked about a little bit. Um, The first murder was a few days from Christmas and on the night of the winter solstice. Um, The second murder was the 4th of July. Um, Like I said, in part one, I couldn't find any relevant holidays around September 27th. The closest is probably like Labor Day. Yeah. But it's not. Still. Um, On October 11th, which was the day of Paul Stein's murder, it was two days before Columbus Day. I, <laughs> screw Columbus. Um, and then one of the le- the letter he sent about Paul Stein's murder was sent on Columbus Day. Okay. Um, Boo-hoo. Yeah. And then, like, there were cards sent, like, on Valentine's Day or near Halloween. And then, like, Kathleen's abduction would have been around Easter. Okay. So... It could have been, like, completely unrelated, but a lot of people think it was, like, his way to, like, taunt police or, like, trigger people more around holidays and stuff. Hmm. Uh, The Zodiac murders also took place near water or at places named after water. Mm -hmm. So people think that he could have really liked the water or something. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, A lot of people like the water. (laughs) Yeah. You're also um, in California where you're close. There's to a lot the of water, water there, yeah. Um, a lot of people also theorize that Zodiac was in the military. At the very least, he had to have family in the military to like give him access to like commissaries yeah. to get the boots he wore and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, people think he was in the military. Okay. Um, and then finally, a lot of people theorize that Zodiac might have worn wigs. To disguise himself. Okay. Um, in one of his letters, he mentioned that he looks different when he kills. Yeah. Um, Mike Majot said that he had short curly hair. Bright Hart- Brian Hartnell said that he saw like long hair behind the glasses. Mm-hmm. And then like all of the other witnesses said Zodiac had like short cropped hair. Yeah. So it's like, I mean. Short cropped matches with military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... A lot of people think that, like, maybe that was his real hair. Because, like, the people that saw him that said it was, like, short and cropped. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them were, like, he was, like, near bald kind of thing. Okay. But, so it's, like, people think he could have worn wigs or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, I mean, he could have had longer hair and then cut it. Yeah. Between the Berryessa murders and the Stein murder. But. Yeah. So. That's an option. And then he also might not have worn glasses all the time. Yeah. Which is also, he wasn't wearing glasses as far as Mike Majo remembered. So. Mm-hmm. Contacts are also a thing. Were they? I mean, yeah, I think I so. Assume. I don't know when contacts were invented. <laughs> I need to look it up. Yeah. I mean, he also could have like only needed them for like glasses for reading. Yeah. Or something. And then just not worn them when he killed people for the most part. 
or like wore them when he killed people. 1888. Great. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact of the episode. Yeah. Okay. They were glass at first. That sounds horrific. Yeah. Why would you wear that? Anyway. Okay. Anyway, continue. Are you ready to talk about the suspects? Yeah. I mean, am I ever ready to talk <laughs> about? Yes, I am. So, like I said, some people thought that the Zodiac was other well-known serial killers. People thought for a while that he was Ted Bundy, nope. which was ruled out. Um, people also thought for a while that Zodiac could have also been the Unabomber, um, which at least makes a little more sense because he liked like ciphers and like mm. taunting the police and stuff. And Ted Kaczynski was in the San Francisco area from 1967 to 1969, but he was also ruled out by fingerprints. Okay. And he was also confirmed to have not been in the area for several of like the Zodiac attacks or like letters and stuff. So, okay. I would argue rather that Kaczynski was probably just influenced by Zodiac. So. Okay. So now we're going to talk through some of the more serious suspects. Um, there were over 2,500 suspects in this case. Wow. So there's a huge chance that he's none of these men or like that he wasn't even on the list. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, that's huge list. Yeah. So the first suspect is Richard Marshall, a.k.a. Joe Don Dickey. <laughs> I don't know why he had a couple names. I will show or that's you. That's that one long nickname. I think he went, I think he had two names that he went by. Okay. So I'm showing Katie a picture. Yeah. You guys will get to see this now. I it's guess, very blurry, but yeah, he's weird looking. <laughs> I don't think he looks like the sketch. Though. I don't think any of them really do. Yeah. Um, he became a suspect after making quote, suspicious comments over his ham radio. I have no idea what those comments were. Um, he was supposedly in the Navy at one point, which means he could have access to military boots. And also because he was in the Navy, it connects to the water theory. Mm -hmm. um, he lived in Riverside in 1966 and then San Francisco in 1969. So he would have been like in the right spaces for those. Mm -hmm. um, and he worked at a silent movie theater. Zodiac loved movies and made a lot of references to them and Marshall would have had like in-depth knowledge of movies and then Zodiac signed one of his letters as the Red Phantom which is also the title of a silent film that Rick Marshall invited people to his house to watch at one point okay it's, it's all very circumstantial for him yeah um at one point he was interviewed but he denied being the Zodiac I mean, who's going to really admit to Oh, yes, me. <laughs> uh, in 2001, he emailed the creator of ZodiacKiller.com because okay. the creator, Tom Voigt, um, had mentioned in like an article about suspects that Marshall had lived in a warehouse and Marshall was very angry and corrected him and said, actually, it was an industrial property. <laughs> Uh, are those not the same? Thing? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting because yeah. I was reading ZodiacKiller.com, shout out. And Tom Voigt was like, he's the only one to uh, reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, Rick Marshall. That? When do you reach out? 2001. Okay. Um, Rick Marshall, I couldn't find whether his. Also, he didn't reach out being like, I'm not the Zodiac, he said. Well, I Actually, think he did that too, probably. I but. did not live there. <laughs> it's just very nitpicky. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, you're good. I couldn't find whether his fingerprints were actually tested. I saw some some sources that said that his prints did not match, but like I couldn't find anything definitive. But the police did determine that Marshall was likely not the Zodiac. Okay. So he's not a super. We're starting out with the ones that I don't think are super strong. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Got um, it. You know my yeah, yeah, my yeah. order of things. Obviously, Sydney. Great. Classic. Classic Sydney. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. Our second suspect. I didn't mean for that to sound rude. Apologies. <laughs> Good. Our second suspect is Lawrence Kane. So I'll show you a picture. I forgot. That's what I was doing. <laughs> You forgot what you're doing in the middle of that? Yeah. 
also does not look. <laughs> None Amanda of them look nothing. like him, really. This guy looks like the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. I believe that it's the same one. I'm looking at the sketch again. Yeah, I was going to say I have it to the left. I mean, the glasses are kind of similar. Yeah, but Zodiac also said he looked different. Yeah. But I also, that uh, could have been him just bullshitting. I guess, I'm just, now I'm going between three. He looks more like him than the other guy. Yes. Me. He, I mean, he is a better suspect than the other guy to me. Yeah. But. Okay. What's the name again? Lawrence Kane. Lawrence Kane. So Lawrence was picked out of a lineup by Kathleen Johns, who was abducted with her baby. Oh, yeah. And a patrol officer who encountered Zodiac after the Stein murder said that Kane resembled the man he saw. Okay. But he didn't definitively say it was him. Yeah. It was also nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Darlene Farron's sister, Pam Huckabee, um, Darlene was a victim of the second one, mm-hmm. uh, claims that Kane was possibly stalking Darlene before her murder. Okay. Um, but Pam also, like, brought forward other suspects, too. Okay. So, um... Lawrence Kane had a long rap sheet for, quote, peeping and prowling. Ew. So, like, he was just a creep. Yeah. Um, in 1969, he would have been 45, which is definitely a little bit. I mean, that's the top of the very top range of what people said that he would have been. Yeah. Like Zodiac would have been. Yeah. Um, but in 1962, Lawrence Kane was involved in a car accident that resulted in massive brain damage, and a psychologist allegedly described him as losing the ability to control self-gratification, which is not good. No. Um, and the last thing I have on him is that he potentially might have worked at the same hotel as Donna Lass, who was the potential Lake Tahoe victim. Okay. He has a lot um, of connections. Yes. But there is like really nothing else to actually indicate but he was. that he was involved. Okay. So it's like, I don't really believe it's him. Okay. Especially, I mean, he could have been the guy that picked up Kathleen Johns because she might not have been picked up by Zodiac. Yeah. And then like... He could have been stalking. Yeah. He could have been stalking. He could have been involved in Donna Lass's, like, disappearance. But none of it really ties him. But her disappearance is also not completely tied to Zodiac, right? Donna Lass, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, like, the patrol officer only really saw Zodiac for, like, 10 seconds, like, briefly. Yeah. And he said he, like, resembled him. So say he was. Yeah. Which he does kind of look like the sketch. Yeah. So... It's possible. Yeah. Also, the sketch, though, people said he had, like, a big head. And the sketch is, like, seems like a very skinny guy. Yes. But no one said he was ever, like, a super slim dude. Yes. Yeah. So that makes sense. Like, he looks, he is a bigger guy. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, most of the suspects that we're talking about have, like, a bigger face. Yeah. The sketch doesn't really resemble that. Yes. I mean, every sketch that you ever see for any is like unsolved mystery they're never great like (laughs) no but yeah so i like i've even seen people like try and recreate the sketch and like make him have a fuller face and stuff and like i don't know but yeah none of them really have like a great thin face yeah but so we're gonna move on okay and we're getting into well i this is one that i believe a little more and then we're yeah Anyway, okay. We're not going in How order. How many more are there? There are three more. Okay. I think. I think. We'll find out. Okay. So now we're going to talk about Richard Gaikowski. Okay. Looks more like the sketch. Yes. A little bit. So Richard Gaikowski um, was in the army in the 50s and he worked as a medic while he was in the army. But very little is known about his time in the military. Um, because, like, the records were, like, lost or something. He lived less than five miles south of Zodiac's first murder. And he was an editor for a local newspaper, the News Gazette, which was owned by the same company as the Vallejo Times. At one point, while working for them, he purposely went to jail 
for a traffic citation to attempt to write a story about the conditions in the county jail. Um, so he was fingerprinted. So that's what this is from? That's what that's from. Um, it's his mugshot, everyone, mm-hmm. if you wanted to know. But unfortunately, the records of his fingerprints were destroyed after a few years, um, which was routine, particularly because his arrest was also not, like, criminal. Mm-hmm. So. He doesn't have a widow's peak like the drawing. Yeah. Well, and also my thing with the drawing, a lot of the details in the drawing are like I couldn't find well first of all only one of them really has it because they're two separate sketches yeah but like I couldn't find any actual witness statements saying like oh he had a widow's peak like there's certain things that it's like Mm -hmm. up to the yeah to the artist um from 1969 to 1971 Gajkowski was a member of an anti-police pro-violence newspaper called Good Times. Yeah. (laughs) That does not sound like something I would want to read. No. In January of 1969, the newspaper ran works of fiction that bore some similarities to Zodiac's crimes, including a threat of mass murder of police on July 4th, like saying that it, it mm-hmm. would happen on July 4th um, and taunting police with the bomb. Um, okay. Yeah. I want to clarify, though, that these stories were not written by Guy Kowski. Like, he was involved in the newspaper that was publishing them, mm-hmm. but, like, he was not the writer. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like, point to it and they're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, he, he didn't write right. it, though. It was just part of that yeah. thing. Um, Wednesday was the production day for good times, meaning that the staff was always like really busy, like all day Wednesday. And Zodiac never mailed a letter on a Wednesday, hmm. which also like just could be a coincidence. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Darlene Farron again. She has a lot of connections to all these men in weird ways. So before Darlene was married, or not, sorry, before Darlene was murdered, she moved to Albany in 1966, and Gajkowski also moved to Albany at the time and worked in the same building as her husband. Okay. And then four years after her murder in 1973, um, there was a letter sent by someone claiming to be Zodiac um, that like referenced the Albany Medical Center and like trying to target someone there. But the Albany okay. letter has never been, like, Confirmed. authenticated as Zodiac. Okay. So. Weird. Yeah. On the day the original three-part cipher was mailed, the Good Times cover was also split into thirds. What? I don't know. A lot of people, like, point to things about Good Times, and it's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gajkowski had a habit of shortening his name and just writing Gike, either, like, bike with a g or like g-a-i-k just like the first part of his last name yeah um and in zodiac's three-part cipher g-y-k-e can be seen in the unsolved cipher so like when you're just looking at the cipher Mm -hmm. so people think that it could have been him like actually naming himself like he said he would yeah but he never spelled it yeah i mean it but it's also like i mean it could be. Yeah. It's like weird, but it doesn't actually do say anything. Yeah. Yeah. If now if he had spelled out Gajkowski, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um I would put someone else's name. I mean, I would. <laughs> if I was the- Okay, so if my name is ever put something, I would never do that. Put your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But also Zodiac wanted the fame a little bit yeah i'm not crazy enough for that (laughs) um i'm never going to murder someone put that out there (laughs) (laughs) on the day that paul stein was murdered um he was murdered on washington street which also happened to be the street where richard's cousin lived and that also happened to be her birthday like paul stein was murdered on her birthday Mm -hmm. and so like some people think, like, well, it wasn't an American holiday, but, like, it had some importance to him. Mm-hmm. 
But it's also like, we don't know how close he was with this cousin. Like, it could have been. That's weird. You know, like. Yeah, no. Like, it could have been, like, a cousin that he never talks to or something. Like, Yeah, which is very likely. If it was like, oh, this is, like, someone he thinks of her as a sister. Like, that would be a little more convincing. But. Yeah. Um, Now to some of the more convincing things about Gajkowski. Um, Paul Stein's sister recognized him, saying that he had attended Paul's funeral. That's weird. Which is weird. Um, Nancy Slover, the police dispatcher who spoke with Zodiac after the second murders, identified Gajkowski's voice as being the same as Zodiac's. Hmm. Um, Men's voice, people's voices can sound similar to Yeah, and I mean, it's also like she's not listening to them back to back. Yeah. Which is like... Yeah. Not that she would forget that. No. I'm sure that that stuck with her for a long time, but it's still like, it's very interesting, but it's not solid proof. Hard evidence. Yeah. yeah. In 1986, Darlene's sister urged police to look into Gajkowski as a suspect and a background check was done and he was put under surveillance for a few nights, but nothing was found from this. Um, his handwriting was found to have some consistencies with Zodiac's, but not enough to label them a match. Okay. Um, a lot of people say that Gajkowski was ruled out as a suspect, and others simply say there wasn't enough evidence for a warrant against him. I, like, everything they really have against him is pretty circumstantial, mm-hmm. but I still think, he like, he's better than the other two that we've already talked about. Like, mm-hmm. he's a decent suspect. Yeah. So, now, we're on to our last two. And the next on the list... Picture, please. Yeah. (laughs) Is the recently famous Gary F. Post. And I have to talk about him because everyone, like, was convinced... It was him. It was him. So, in 2021, a group called the Case Breakers made a claim that Post was the Zodiac. And the Case Breakers was made up of, like, 40 former investigators. Mm -hmm. But, like, none of them are currently investigating... And they also, I think, claimed there are some in the FBI. I don't know if that's true. I saw places that it's not, but anyway. Okay. So Gary Post was an Air Force veteran, so he did have the military connection. Mm-hmm. And he had a history of crime and domestic abuse. When he was 78, he pushed his 74-year-old wife, Mary, down the stairs. Oh, my God. So he freaking sucks. Yeah. Former cellmates and acquaintances of Gary's claim that he confessed to being the Zodiac Killer and threatening their lives. Mm-hmm. But that information is unverifiable. And, like, first of all, anyone can say they're Zodiac. And these also, I'm pretty sure these claim to hap- like claims happened late in his life when Gary was already suffering from dementia. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, he yeah. does look like the sketch, though. I, I'm like, of. I think he looks a lot okay. like, like staring at it. <laughs> I mean, I think out of all of them, I think he does look the most. The most. I, well, I mean, yeah. I'm. he looks like it to me. He looks like the sketch. That's what I yes. mean. Yes. I will give you all my facts and then I will tell you how I feel about him. Okay. Um, so Gary Post had a forehead scar from a car crash that people believe resembled scars on the sketches of Zodiac's forehead. And I want to be clear that no witnesses mentioned Zodiac having a scar on his forehead. Mm -hmm. Like the lines in the sketch were added by the sketch artist, like just to like make him look like a real person. person. Yeah. Like I always thought that they were just like either wrinkles or just like, like him like raising his eyebrows or something. Mm -hmm. Like I have, forehead wrinkles if I raise my eyebrows yeah same. so it's just like that's not to say they couldn't be scars but you would think that that would be something that a witness would specifically mention yeah if he did have them mm. so the main claim for Gary Post being the Zodiac is connections to the 1966 murder of Sherry Bates so like I said it's not confirmed to have been Zodiac but mm-hmm. we're gonna go with it and put him up as a suspect so At the time of Sherry's murder, Gary Post was receiving medical checkups at the Air Force Base Hospital 15 minutes from where Sherry's murder happened. Um, At the scene, police recovered a wristwatch with a broken band and there was paint on the watch face. And at the time, Gary was a house painter. 
Uh, a heel print in the dirt was confirmed to be an 8 to 10 size military boot. And Gary allegedly wore a size 10 military boot. Okay. And Sherry had four brown hairs clutched in her fist. And Gary had brown hair. And the case breakers are asking police to test this hair against Post's DNA, which I totally support. But their reasoning is, quote, Riverside County Coroner's Office spotted four of the attackers' brown hairs in Bates' clenched fist. Post's hair color. If you count sketch sketch matching head scars, that's five coincidences. So the caseworkers essentially, like, hinged their whole argument for him being Zodiac. On coincidences. On coincidences. Yeah. And if you could convict people or solve crimes on coincidences. A lot of people would be. All of these suspects would have been Zodiac. Yeah. That's fair. It's it's just not, that's not convincing evidence. So, um, I'm going to try and find this so that you can see it. Okay. I forgot to look something else up. Failure. I'm just kidding. I texted my brother asking what size shoes he wears for comparison. So the case breakers also found what they believe is a selfie that Gary took (laughs) in a hood like the one used by Zodiac in the Lake Berryessa murders. Okay. And it's literally just a shadow on a wood surface. Mm, That's stupid. And like it was taken in 1980 there's no reason to believe that Gary Post would have still, like, if he was Zodiac, would have still had the costume, like, would have yeah. kept it for 11 years, and then just took it out and for decided to picture. take a selfie, but not in a mirror. Like, uh-huh. he just took a picture of his shadow. It's weird. It's also like... Also, the other picture, the middle thing is stupid. Yeah. Like, they were like, Yeah. So they also say that the last unsolved ciphers can be solved with Gary's full name and that like his name like reveal other specific messages. Um, but they're not at liberty to discuss that yet. Like I said, the okay. remaining ciphers can be solved a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they're still unsolved. And I mean, with the with the ciphers thing, you could say the same thing about Gaikowski. Yeah. With like Geik being in it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, so are you just skeptical of this because people say that it's solved? I want it to be. So- I mean, I would love for it to be solved. Yeah. I just don't think that their evidence is compelling. Yeah. To me. Okay. I, so the FBI and police do not believe this theory. Okay. Um, like the FBI came out and were like, we would say like, yeah. if this was like solid. Yeah. I do think uh, he looks like I can see him looking like him. Yeah. But I could also see plenty of other yeah. random people. Yeah. Looking like him. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, I would love if they like tested his DNA against mm-hmm. the hairs or like, yeah, did other things to try and like prove it. And if they brought forward more evidence, I'd be happy to accept it. Mm-hmm. But I they don't have it. am not convinced by anything they've brought forward so far. Mm-hmm. I think for the, like the fact that, so they, came forward with this evidence as like a press release and i'm just like i you would think that like if you're gonna have a press release you would have something better yeah like if they had something better they would have put it out. they would have put it out there yeah so it's true i don't know okay i just i was just curious yeah <laughs> um gary post died of natural causes in 2018 at the age of 80 um so before he was like i mean i think that Accused. other people suspected him and Mm -hmm. because other people brought him forward as a suspect but it wasn't really like brought to public attention Mm -hmm. until recently okay but yeah i'm not super impressed with anything they brought forward so i'll let them know okay good this is me publicly letting them know yeah and to be fair i'm not super convinced on any of these yeah i mean i think gaikowski and this last one are the most convincing to me because they have the most evidence against them that i've seen mm-hmm. but there's also stuff that could rule them out so i don't really know how i feel yeah a part of me thinks it's none of them to be honest yeah so we're gonna talk about our last suspect and that is arthur lee allen and i saved him for last because 
I know for the longest time I thought it was him mm-hmm. and that a lot of people probably still do. And that's probably especially if you've seen the movie mm-hmm. because Robert Gray Smith really believes that he is Zodiac, mm-hmm. which is fine. But yeah. yeah. Um, another thing, shout out to John Carroll Lynch who played him in the movie and is also Rick Legarski in Big Sky because mm-hmm. he is such a good actor for like playing creeps. Yeah. Can I see the picture again? Yes, I'll show you the real Alan. Yeah, that's what I mean. I know what the other guy looks like. Yeah. He doesn't look like Zodiac. No. I like the sketches at mm-hmm. all. So, uh, even if Arthur Lee Allen wasn't Zodiac, uh, he was a dick. <laughs> so, he was an alleged pedophile. Uh, he was discharged from the U.S. Navy without honor and then became a teacher and was fired from like a ton of different jobs for allegations of sexual misconduct. Mm. So gross. Not a good person. So we can but talk also freely. The, the crimes didn't really have that aspect of it though. Yes. But yeah, he sucks. Well, and so I hesitate to like bring up other stuff about Alan because there's also so much false information about him. Mm-hmm. But like I did see things from like people who always said like, he never talked about women and stuff like Mm -hmm. he like he's the one that people thought he was gay because he never talked about women and stuff okay so Hmm. and it also could have been that he was like preying on kids for power and not for the sexual aspect of it yeah but that is it's all conjecture so Mm -hmm. it's just like okay so like we were saying in terms of physicality alan does not really match most of the descriptions of zodiac he was about six feet tall and mostly bald and then weighed over 200 pounds. So he was a pretty big dude, which like, like we said, Zodiac was <laughs> described as having a pouch. Yeah. He's pouchy. But like, no one said he was like big. Yeah. Like if I saw that guy coming towards me, I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he also did not wear glasses. Um, a lot of people specifically pushed the wig theory on Arthur Lee Allen because he was bald. Yeah. Or like but other people balding. did say that he seemed balding. Like Yeah. Like in the Stein murder, the some of the police I'm pretty sure mentioned that like his hair was like thinning in the back and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like it who knows. Yeah. Um Zodiac was thought to have an affiliation with the military, particularly the Navy, which Allen did. Um Alan openly admitted to being in the Riverside area when Sherry was murdered. In fact, he was absent from work um, at a school in Calaveras County on the Monday after Sherry was murdered. Okay. Um, And this was the only sick day he ever used for the job. Interesting. So, however, at the time he also would have been 32 and people thought, that the man they saw with Sherry was like around her age and she was 18. Oh, so then that doesn't really match. No. Um, Alan had and wore a Zodiac watch, Hmm. which was a gift from his mother that he received sometime between Christmas, 1967 and mid 1969. Um, Alan's brother had like a different story than Arthur himself told. So, okay. The logo on the watch was the same symbol used by Zodiac. And despite being considered a suspect, Arthur Lee Allen continued to wear the watch until 1991 when it was seized in a search warrant. Wow. Which is just like, you would think. What a, I mean, he's not a good person. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just like, but you would still think, because he was like, in like the 90s, I'm pretty sure he was doing interviews like, I'm not the Zodiac. And it's like, dude. Why are you wearing that watch? Stop then? wearing the watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're not him, yeah, that just doesn't look good. No. Um, in 1968, Alan had been fired from his job at Valley Springs for allegedly molesting children. And he was living with his parents in Vallejo, only about seven minutes from the Lake Herman crime scene. And that was the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And the first murders on December 20th would happen two days after his birthday and five days before Christmas, which could be considered a stressor. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan reportedly had access to a friend's brown Chevy Corvair at the time of the Blue Rock Springs attack. 
Um, and he lived only four minutes away from this crime scene. And this is another personal connection with Darlene. One of Darlene Farron's relatives informed investigators that she had... It's a- weird how many people are connected yes. to her. Um, she had a relationship with someone named Lee, who mm. she'd met working at a diner, which this specific diner, Alan lived a tenth of a mile away from. Wow. And he sometimes did go by Lee. Hmm. But there's no way, like, no one can confirm, confirm. whether yeah. that was Arthur Lee Allen. It could have been yeah. someone completely different. So that's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. But it's, there's no indication. That it was. Him. That it was. a Well, there's no indication that it was a personal yeah. attack, like, against someone he knew. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. it, you could almost rule out all of these men that had a connection with her for that reason. Yeah. So it's just very interesting. Hmm. In 1969, Allen was interviewed as a suspect after the Lake Berryessa murders, and the officer who interviewed him could later not remember why he was initially interviewed. I mean, like I said, they had like 2,500 suspects, so like they're interviewing a lot of people. Um, And the officer brushed him off pretty quickly, not seeing him as a real suspect. Um, A lot of the reason why I think was because of his appearance. Later... The reason he was further investigated as a suspect was because two of Alan's friends came forward with strange interactions um, that they had had with him. Uh, In a conversation with Don Chaney, Arthur talked about wanting to write a novel. And this interaction happened around January 1st, 1969. So it would have been after the first murders, Mm -hmm. but before like Zodiac was like created. Mm Mm-hmm. And he talked about wanting to kill couples at random, taunting the police with letters, signing the letters with the symbol from his watch, calling himself Zodiac. Uh, He also mentioned wearing makeup to change his appearance and attaching a flashlight to his gun to shoot at night. So Hmm. that's a lot. Yeah. And he also talked about shooting the tires out on a school bus and picking off the little darlings. Which is very close to what Zodiac said in his letter. And in early 1968, so before this conversation, Alan had talked with another friend, Philip, about how people would be more challenging to hunt than animals since they have intelligence. So not looking good. So after all of this came out, Alan was looked at as the suspect again and was interviewed. And he claimed to have alibis for the Lake Berryessa murders. One of his alibis was a couple he'd allegedly met while scuba diving, but he told investigators he couldn't remember the couple's names. And another one of his alibis was a neighbor who had like seen him that day, but the neighbor died a week after the Berryessa murders and before police, like Alan had told police hmm. that he like had talked to this guy. Hmm. Um, he also openly admitted to having possession of bloody knives that day, which he had claimed to use to kill a chicken. Ew. And he like just freely was like, oh, the bloody knives, those were from killing a chicken. a chicken. And they're like, we didn't ask, ask. about that. <laughs> um, according to a police report, Alan wore size 10 and a half shoes, which would have matched those from the Lake Berryessa murder. Mm-hmm. And he also admitted to reading The Most Dangerous Game as a child and said that the book had a lasting impact on him. Mm-hmm. Um, friends and family recall him having an interest in codes or ciphers, and he was known to misspell some words in the same way as Zodiac. Um, particularly, he always used two S's at the end of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So in 1991... There was finally a search warrant for him, and it revealed that Alan owned the same type of ammunition as that used in the first murders. Um, he also had handwritten diagrams for bombs um, comprised of, like of the same ingredients as in the November 9th, 1969 letter sent by Zodiac. So survivor Brian Hartnell was taken to see Alan and said his physical appearance and voice were the same as Zodiac's. Remember, Brian didn't see 
Zodiac's face. So he just said like his like yeah. body type yeah. and stuff was the same in his voice. Mm-hmm. And in mid 1992, Mike Mageau picked Alan out of a lineup and said, that's the man that shot me. But unfortunately, um, for the investigation's sake, not for this man's sake, uh, in August of 1992, Arthur Lee Allen died of a heart attack at age 58. So, like, good riddance. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but for the sake of investigation, Allen's prints did not match any of those found at the Zodiac scenes. Hmm. And his handwriting was also found to not be a match. Um, he was also allegedly given a polygraph at one point, which he did pass. Okay. Um, still San Francisco PD and Vallejo PD refused to rule him out as a suspect. Yeah. So, um, in 2002, there was also a DNA sample collected from an envelope sent by Zodiac and it was tested against Allen's. And I think it might've been tested against other people's too. Um, and it was not a match. However, that sample, like a lot of people have looked at it and said that it was taken like very improperly. And I think they took it from like the outside of the stamp instead of, cause it was like a yeah. lick stamp, but they took it from the outside instead of like the part you yeah. lick. So they're like, that yeah. doesn't give not us helpful. anything. No. So that is all I have on Arthur Lee Allen. I, there's so much for him, but it's also all circumstantial. Yeah. And so I'm like, like everyone else. Yeah. It's, there's a lot more circumstantial evidence mm-hmm. for him, but, but it's, it's not. still not enough to like. It would, it's not enough to be like, if this person was alive, so and it was like a current crime, no one would like sentence him. Like he wouldn't exactly. get the death penalty yeah. or anything for yeah. that. And it's like, it's not like, Ted Bundy level evidence. Exactly. It's, I don't know. So yeah. that's why I'm not convinced. And then it's like the fingerprints and stuff. I'm like, the fingerprints, I mean, the Stein ones were in blood. So those are the only ones that I could like yeah, see them actually. Like the ones on the phone could have been someone else who used that phone, you know? So it's mm-hmm. just like the ones in the blood are the only ones that I could like if they were not the same, then okay. Yeah. Um, But then like handwriting and polygraph and stuff, like none of that is definitive. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, I don't know. Yeah. So I still think, I think for me, Alan and Gajkowski are the better ones. Mm -hmm. And I would be willing to think of Post as a suspect if I saw more evidence on him. Yeah. But I don't know. It could be anyone else. It could be so many people. It could be Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Ted Cruz is Zodiac Killer. So we actually solved it. No. No. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So that is... Part two of Zodiac. There are like five billion more suspects. So if I didn't like mention one that you really love, I'm sorry. Let us know. Well, yeah, you could let us know. Yeah. Be nice Nicely. (laughs) (laughs) But I tried to find like the most, yeah, the most talked about and also the most promising. Yeah. 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 Not the best way to phrase it, but I couldn't think of any way. There's not a better way. Yeah. So that is, it's the case that, like drives me crazy when all this stuff about gary post came out last year yeah so many people came up I to sent me it to you. like you sent it to me like people at work were coming up to me like did you see this about the zodiac because people know that i like true crime yeah and like particularly unsolved ones yeah and i was just like no i have to i have to look at the facts yeah <laughs> also my brother wears a size 11 12 shoe okay thanks for sharing that yeah so zodiac you have small feet I'm just kidding. Not that much. <laughs> Small feet energy. I feel like that's really derogatory to men. <laughs> um, yeah. Zodiac, screw you. Yeah. Guess what? You're not. I mean, you're probably dead by now. I hope you are. I hope you are. And guess what? I know that you're not in paradise. No. For sure. So, uh, rotten hell. <laughs> yeah. You're a terrible person. Yeah. Um, cool. Do you have a palate cleanser? I'm sure I do. (laughs) So if you're new here, guys, our palate cleansers are usually things that Katie has said to me um, that are just really weird. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's usually things I don't think about before saying. (laughs) What? Uh, okay. Should I give you like options? Oh, wait. (laughs) 
Okay, I'll give you options of uh, categories. Oh, gosh. Feet. <laughs> um, I think we might have to go with that one. <laughs> okay, we'll go with feet this time. I'll give you options next time. Yeah. Um, you said, oh, no. Katie said, no one is trying to get you to have a foot fetish. <laughs> Who was I saying that to? <laughs> I think- Kristen, <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> I don't either. Felt on brand because we were just, just talking. About I know that's why I said <laughs> I think we have to go with that. So, why did I? <laughs> I said that to my sister. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, you guys should follow us. What did Kristen say about feet? Read that quote. Um. <laughs> she just said, my man is not going to have a foot fetish. No, she said something else about like the side of the <laughs> Kristen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can only understand why a person would like feet <laughs> from the side. From the side, not the top or bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been TMI. <laughs> okay. Follow us <laughs> for more comedy <laughs> at the ends of episodes. Uh, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Something Sick Podcast or on Twitter at A Sick Podcast or on TikTok at Something Sick Podcast or send us an email at Something Sick Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next time, homies. Peace out.